right now, right as I begin this, this story pops up. Prince Harry will lecture UN delegates on poverty and climate change. <laughs> who, who, who? This ballless, orchiectomied, spineless twit who sold out to this harridan. How your plugs doing there, Harry? Just saying. Just, uh, Oh my God! Just, just, just seconds before I, I, I'm boom. This today we're going to talk about two things. We're going to talk about, among other things. First of all, let me say welcome to you, my dear, dear friend. How are you? How was your weekend? Remind me to tell you about the Woodrow Wilson rest stop. That's a, that's a hell of a story. In any event, two primary. Uh, subjects of concern today, which I find interesting. First of all is the inimitable, the ineffable, the absolute waste of time of Ted Cruz in this video with someone. She looks familiar. I don't know who that is. She looks kind of familiar from somebody. Explaining, but not explaining how the Constitution does not provide for gay marriage or marriage or a lot of things. Never explain that. Never never explain why Mr. Harvard Law School, Mr. Constitutionalist, explain to people. Teach them. They will understand. Don't just think that somehow that is going to convey or that is going to result or turn into something that's worthwhile. Talk about that. Most importantly, we'll talk about the hero Good Samaritan at the Indiana Mall who saved lives, which is wonderful. Talk about that. And also this thing about the law of self-defense and the defense of others. And I still want people to understand this. You have this idea, many, many people do, about when I can, can I shoot, I'm not sure. And I want to teach you today how to research this. Nobody's researching. Be an autodidact. Find out how to learn something. Ask yourself this question. Ask yourself. I, 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 every single day I was talking to somebody who was, don't, I don't even know how we got on the subject, about God or church or something. And, and he happened to say, well, you know, I'm not even sure what the Bible says about going to church. I said, have you ever researched it? Mm, no. Well, why not? I don't really know. Next, a couple of things here. Notice how Monkeypox is on the rise. The discussion, the warning signs, vaccination. There's already a a monkeypox vaccine. Already? Didn't you hear that, honey? There's a monkeypox vaccine? Already? They have one ready? They had to operation uh, swift and furious or warp speed. There's a, you had a monkeypox vaccine already? Good. Boy, that was fast. 
even with COVID, SARS, COVID-2, and every iteration, that took, they had to rush through this. But watch what they're doing, which is very interesting. Watch, you will hear the non-sexually uh, transmitted aspect of this. You will see that kind of forgotten, and instead, they're more of a focus on... Um, other means of transmission and and the like. Very, very interesting on that one. Very, very, very interesting. But first, let me start off right off the bat. I want to say hello. Our, our, our great, 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 great sponsor, our good friends at My Patriot Supply, preparewithlionel.com. Prepare with Lionel. P-R-E-P-A-R-E. P-R-E-P-A-R-E. Somebody said, I can't find this. And he wrote, prepare, P-R-E-P-A-I-R? No, preparewithlionel.com. Prepare with me. We're going to prepare. This is for those of us who have a passion for self-sufficiency and food independence. We... We understand the drive, the, the, the practical benefits of emergency preparedness. Unapologetically, we are active participants in the survivalist lifestyle, life cycle. And it is believed, as these great folks at My Patriot Supply, through preparewithlionel.com, we believe that freedom comes from attaining self-reliance. And that food emergencies can come from economic collapse, disruption of food chains, natural disasters, a host. Preparewithlionel.com And one thing I want to share with you, I think this is the most interesting. I was reading some viewer or, or some testimonials and I thought this was, this, this was from somebody from Scranton. Don't wait to start preparing. Even if the end of the world as we know it scenarios don't happen, economic collapse, disruption of food chains, natural disasters are likely to happen in our lifetime. These buckets of prepared storage food will be worth their weight in gold if you ever have need for them. Better to have and not need than to need and not have. Very affordable. Anyone can, uh, anyone could cut out some luxury to pay for them. The choice is yours. And right now, remember... If you act very, very quickly right now, you'll save $150 on each three-month emergency food kit. This is critical. Think of this as seatbelts, food ammunition. Stand your ground against something that could very, very happen. Stockpiling food, over 2,000 calories a day per person. I'm not selling you this. There's nothing to sell. I'm telling you, you know you've wanted this. You know it makes sense. Preparewithlionel.com and build up modularly. Always build up. Preparewithlionel.com Okay, first I want to go for the most important issue. This wonderful story of someone who stood others. Now, did you hear this? This is the Mall Good Samaritan. Let's see this wonderful story. I love this. And this is something which I want to talk to you about because... They are going to do absolutely everything in their power to dissuade you from paying any 
rational and normal attention to this hero. It is that simple. In Greenwood, Indiana, while police are crediting an Indiana man, this is from KXAN, while police are crediting an Indiana man with shooting and killing a suspect in the Greenwood Park Mall shooting Sunday, mall policy prohibited him from carrying at all. (laughs) Right off the bat. Well, he may have saved lives, but... He should have been carrying. What about the guy with a rifle? Greenwood Police Chief James Eisen confirmed Sunday that the shooter was shot and killed by a man visiting the mall located in a suburb just south of Indianapolis. The Good Samaritan, as police called him, was armed with a handgun. The real hero of the day was the citizen that was lawfully carrying a firearm in the food court and was able to stop the shooter almost as soon as he began. Police say the 22-year-old from Bartholomew County had a legal gun permit. However, according to mall policy, the man should not have been carrying his handgun in the mall in the first place. Well, notice how they do that. Don't get so... The Simon Property Group, which owns the mall, states in its code of conduct that no weapons are allowed at their shopping centers. What about the man who was shooting people? Well, we'll get to that later. The property group has worked with the police for several planned security technology upgrades. No, you see you see where they're going with this? Despite the man's failure to follow the mall's code of conduct, Greenwood Mayor said the man saved lives. Do you see where they're going with this? The first thing they're telling was that, you know, you shouldn't have been carrying that. Well, what if he did have a gun? Well, I, I, I don't know. This is from Greenwood Mayor Mark Myers. Someone we are calling the Good Samaritan was able to shoot the assailant and stop further bloodshed. The person saved lives tonight. On behalf of the city of Greenwood, I am grateful for his quick action and heroism. Three people were killed and two others were injured before the suspect was shot and killed. A, a spokesman for Simon Properties declined to comment. Can you do, do you hear what's happening? Do you see this? Tell me you see what's happening. Tell me you see the the angle. Well, you know we shouldn't have been carrying it. The man's a hero. Well, true, but, you know, we do have a strict law against that, and we appreciate But he saved lives. Well, yes, but he really shouldn't have had a... What about the man who had the, the assailant who was killing people? with? It? He, he violated the laws, too. Well, that, that's, that's true, but two wrongs don't make it right. Do you hear this? Do you hear this? This is where we are today. Instead of, and by the way, let me just tell you something. This is from, this is, just so that you know this, this is KXAN. This is uh, from, uh, oh, look at this. This is National News, WXIN. This is by Jacob Burbink, digital investigative reporter and producer, Nexstar Media Wire. This is the take. This is the take. No mention 
It's like the the bad guy is well. Now listen to this first line. While police are crediting an Indiana man with shooting and killing a suspect in the mall shooting, a suspect? They act like they don't know who it is. Like, I wonder who was shooting. That guy. Oh, yeah. While police are crediting an Indiana man with shooting and killing a suspect, mall policy prohibited him from carrying at all. This is where we are today. And this was very good. Very good reporting. Excellent job, Jacob Burbrink, digital investigative reporter and producer. Nextstar Media Wire. Nextstar. Nextstar. Where have I heard that name, honey? Nextstar. Huh. Oh, News Nation. Well, right. There you go. Okay. There we go. That's that Dan Abrams kind of mentality. You know, the media, I like, okay. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, let me make a couple of observations to you. First and foremost, those of you lucky enough, smart enough, wise enough to subscribe to LionelMedia.com, I did two reviews of this today. And I wanted to look at the law of self-defense, the use of deadly force. And while I we were talking about Jose Alba, this man who was the bodega worker who was originally charged with murder, it's not as clear-cut as people think. This was the the old man, they call him this this old man 61, he's an old man. This enfeebled, hoary, old man. Um, they, they, uh, he was the bodega owner who was there, kind of roughed up and basically stabbed this guy. And I'm telling you right now, I think a jury could, there is a possibility of a juror or jurors saying, you know, I don't know whether he should have been considered reasonably equipped to fear um, death, great bodily harm, imminent death to someone else by virtue of the position that he was in because, I mean, he was roughed up. and I mean, that's a, that's a I, I think, ludicrous but it's possible. But in the annals of self-defense law, in the annals of self-defense law, I promise you, if you ask a jury, was it reasonable to believe that this gentleman was reasonable based upon an objective standard, not a subjective, not what he himself thought, but would the reasonable person believe that death or great bodily harm was imminent to someone else? Yes. When he's firing, yes. When people are dead, yes. It is as clear as clear can be. 
Do you see what they're doing? Do you see how the media today are told, either explicitly, implicitly, do not, do not herald, do not support, do not laud, do not praise, do not provide encomia, do not uh, encourage people to think of weapons as some kind of benefit. They are always to be loathed. We want the complete and total disarmament of all Americans. Do not, okay, report this digital reporter, but remember, he violated mall policy. Can you believe that? He he should not have had, he's a hero. I want to see this reporter or somebody from the mall Go up to somebody who who is alive. Who knows who is alive today? How this man would have continued shooting. Go to this person and say, "You know, I just want you to know, your hero, the man who's the man who made your life now present. He should have been carrying that weapon." This is the mentality we have. This is how. This is how evil this craziness is. They live in a different world. You can get people and you can have them believe anything. Climate change is the cause of everything. Climate change. I just did a brand new... By the way, there is a... There is a... Uh, there is a... Newsletter coming out today at noon. And where is this one? Oh, here we go. This was, this was a clip... This is this was an actual a piece from a from a news, um, I guess from Nature. It says how climate change could drive an increase in gender based violence. This was a headline. Climate change linked to an increase in gender based violence. Here was here was by the way. Speaking of this lunacy, this was a headline from Politico. Pay raises are getting smaller. That could be a good thing for workers. <laughs> because slower wage growth could help bring down prices and ultimately mean less of a sting for the average worker. Let me just let me let me, let me just remind you of this. This is from Politico. This is this is the headline. You see, your raises are getting smaller, but if there's a slower wage growth, that could bring down prices elsewhere which would mean less of a problem with you having to pay for items that you can't now because of pay raise. This is is the mentality. This this just makes no, it makes no sense. I I don't even, this is where we are right now. And this is why there is going to be an intellectual and a peaceful revolution which is the most important thing in the world, we are going to look, and this is good news, fellow patriots, there is going to be a massive, a complete reset in terms of how we think. Everything is changing. Everything is changing. i got to tell you this much. This, this to me is just... 
And I don't know why I feel this way. This is the second kind of a separate issue. I'll, I'll return to this in a moment, but, but I want to share this with you. Broadway is, take everything you thought about Holly Weird, you know, all these weird people, and condense it even more into complete and unabashed lunacy, and you'll get Broadway. This group is, this is the, they are the, how do I say this? Holly Weird is one thing. But they're more kind of ecumenical when it comes to at least the bottom line. Broadway believes they're better. They're culturally superior to you because it's the theater. And they live in a world that doesn't exist. And Mrs. L, who has been in Broadway, I don't want to say forever, but most of her adult life, she knows this inside and out. And she always says things that are happening, and she it proves to be 100% correct. And Broadway went into this weird, strange, it's into this social justice warrior, virtue signaling stuff about a play about coming out. A young man uh, embraces his sexuality. Well, there's something novel people were going to run to that. Tourists are going to come from all over the country, spend a lot of money, a lot of money, um, just to see this story about whatever it is. This, this, is, the, this is this detached Things are just changing. There's this there's this group of people who don't know the change. So one of the things which is interesting is that Billy Crystal, what was it called, this one? Mr. Saturday, Mr. Saturday Night. Is this a remake of the other one? It's a remake of the movie. Yeah, Mr. He did a... Yeah. Right. So Billy Crystal, I mean, last time he did it, it was, it was huge. Remember that? Oh, no, and it was like 2000 Sunday nights or something like that. His old one. Well, anyway, this one's closing. Because people are saying, first of all, Borscht Belt, what? It's, it's no, we don't, we, we don't know what that is. That's number one. Also, uh, Curtain was always 8 o'clock. Now it's 7.30. On some nights. And the world is changing. And what these people have to do is there is a perception. And I believe it is it is not warranted. I will tell you right off the bat. But there is a perception that crime is rife. That our society is riven with crime. And what these morons, these morons don't understand who think that this Eric Adams and this Ms. Mayor... They, they think that somehow the grooviness of, hey, we have this African-American, great, cool guy, used to be a cop, and hey, he's a great, oh, this new, I mean, it's just, it is, he doesn't know what he's doing. 
Then again, maybe if Curtis Lewa had paid attention and not cared about things like feral cats that nobody cares about. Nobody cares about cats. Sorry, not even the Broadway cat. This is this weird kind of a, I'm into. You know what kills me? And I'm not going to be specific. When somebody dies and says, in lieu of flowers, please donate your money to animal shelters? Not kids? Humans? What? Animal shelters? Yeah, don't, don't, <clears throat> don't, don't put your money in to help kids, hospitals, the future. Oh, no, no, no. Give me a cocker spaniel. Put your money. I mean, it's I, I, I don't understand. I don't fit in this world. I don't fit in. Animals are great. I love them and all this stuff. But what's the matter with us? But what these idiots don't understand in Broadway is that you can't live in a society where people do not feel safe or where there's the perception of not feeling safe. Yeah, 700 Sundays. 2004 was his... Wow, I thought it was earlier. Yeah. Oh, yeah, time is... A, so, what, what people don't understand is that you have to have... You have to change things. And if I was this mayor of New York, I would have armed cadres of people, armed police, very physically fit, very serious, hyper-militarized police everywhere. I would have police armored vehicles. I would have lights on. I would have sirens on. Not the, but the lights. And to show you how detached they are, and the reason why why people like this, whoever wrote this article about this mall Good Samaritan, instead of saying, people are feeling afraid, <clears throat> we're actually the citizens who, who, are, who have the repository, the repository of rights. We do, not the government, not the mall, not the mall leadership. I have a Second Amendment right everywhere. I have a right against unreasonable searches and seizures everywhere. I have the right to free speech everywhere. I I, I don't understand. I, I, I don't know where you came up with this idea that you say, well, we would prefer, excuse me, excuse me, malls are hanging on by a thread. Don't upset us. Don't make us boycott you. You do not want to have this Chernobyl-looking, you know, because you're just getting over COVID and you want people to come back and you want to do everything in your power to make people feel safe. And the first thing that you do after somebody acts as a good Samaritan is not say, but by the way, he shouldn't have had a gun. And we have a strict gun law. This is the mentality because there is a faction of people in our group that are going to ruin it for everybody. And what Billy Crystal doesn't understand is, first of all, we, you got to get with the program. Number one, because people have to know when you've got to do, when you've got to change the act a little bit. A little bit. But those idiots on Broadway do not understand that's not how things work. You have an absolute 
fundamental, 100%, thank God for Clarence Thomas, to possess a firearm, to keep and bear, to have them and to hold them and to carry them and permits and the like. This is the mentality. Let's get some 20-something-year-old, slip him into the position of the media, work with Nexstar, and send the idea, understand where we are. We're not with you. We're not on your side. We are an agent. We are an agent. We are a proxy of a shadow government cryptocracy that wants ultimately the disarmament of all Americans. We want to take the Second Amendment and destroy it. We don't want you armed. We don't want you armed. And I'll bet you the next star digital reporter never cared anything about the fact that when people were not armed, you had bands of roving BLM and Antifa uh, domestic terrorists destroying valuable real estate. I promise you there was never anything. Because what this is, and it's not liberal it is a mentality. It is a mentality. And these people are rewarded. And that's why these companies don't understand that they're being destroyed. They're going to be overrun by citizen, civilian, foreign, and alternative journalism. And people like me and people like you are going to take our business elsewhere. And the very first thing that Nexstar or anybody else is, owes is an apology to the Good Samaritan. And say, that's the first thing you say. This man risked his life saving others. And the first thing, the first thing you do is, you know, he shouldn't have had a, a gun. This is the mentality we are. This is, this is the mentality of where we are. Now, let me give you another one. Ted Cruz. Everybody's talking about this story. This drove me nuts. Ted Cruz, the genius. Mr. Harvard Law. He, Mr., uh, you know, Supreme Court. Okay, fine. Uh, Ted Cruz, uh, gay marriage. He was on some show. What is her name? Ted Cruz says the Supreme Court was clearly wrong about the 2015 same-sex marriage. Why? Opinion. Ted Cruz's stance on the same-sex marriage raises a huge red flag. Why? Why? Nobody tells me. Well, why did it raise a huge flag? Why? 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 Well, let me see. Um, He was on with that Obergefell. Okay. Who was he was on with somebody? He was, uh, he was talking with somebody about this. Um, bu- 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 anyway, it, it was a. Okay. Uh, let me see if I can do this again. And I want you to do this for me. And I want you, being a, um, a an ambassador of truth, I want you. Where the hell is my? It's somewhere. I've got my usual. Have my my wonderful 
it's not really a prop. It is my, oh, it's my constitution. You know where it is. I want you to ask you, let me ask you a question. Do you believe that there is a constitutional right to marriage? Do you have a constitutional right to marriage? Gay marriage, straight marriage, any kind of marriage. If, if for some reason the state of Kentucky were to ban marriage, and just say, well, you know what, we've thought about this and... And, I, and I'll tell you right now, uh, I don't know what the divorce rate is. Hmm. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go right now. I'm going to check your... Uh, let me see this right now. Uh, uh, national divorce rate. I don't know what it is. Uh, data on the U.S. on divorces. Um, divorce rate... Well, what is the percentage? It says uh, the U.S. number of divorces, 630,000, 2.3 per... Th- That's not what I want. I want to know what the percentage is. Okay, they say 10%. Okay, states with highest divorce rate. Oh, this is good. I thought this is much better than I thought. States with the highest divorce Arkansas, 10.7. Divorce... Oh, this is divorced women. All right, forget it. Should have done my research prior to that. My my apologies. I think divorce. I mean marriage. By the way, marriage is the leading cause of divorce. Most people don't realize this. Most people should not be married. Most people should not be married. Uh, marriage is something that people do not understand um, at all. It's something that I don't know how you're going to fix this, but it's true. But. If they said, we as a state, of we just don't think, we, we don't want to license this anymore. We just don't. Sorry. We were thinking about lowering the age, maybe raising the age. Where, where does this exist? And gay marriage as a constitutional right. Or you could say, you can't do this. You can't prohibit this. It doesn't exist. Now, when you talk to people, you say, let me explain something. Let me put this over here. I personally, me, believe in uh, same-sex marriage if that's what you want. Because marriage is a legal, aside from the spiritual, aside from the religious, there is a legal aspect to this. And the GAO has... 1,600 individual operational rights and guarantees and procedural protections that only married people can have. So it is a, there is a very, very practical legal reason why a gay couple should be able to enjoy probate rights, division of property, um... Special, special equity in divorce, predetermined spouse, all this other stuff. Absolutely. Absolutely. 
You want to hear what, you what I'm saying? But there's no right to it. There's no right. You don't need a right. You go to the legislature and say, hey, I think gay people should marry. Okay, fine. Does that make any sense to you? People think that when you say, well, there's no right to it, that you're saying they shouldn't have it. There is no right to an abortion. I think pro-choice. I heard a case the other day where I know for a fact that it was important and critical for there to be, I don't go into detail, but abortion should be safe, should be legal, should be rare. I don't want to, I don't, I don't, I don't want to eliminate that. I want to, I just want it to be, there, there's really no law against you going, against going into a hospital and saying, I want you to take my finger off, just, just, there's, there's no law against that, and nobody's doing it. Just because there's no law against it, just because, just because you have not formally stated something one way or the other, doesn't mean people are going to do that. I'm against, well, I'll say this right now, the death penalty, but it is absolutely guaranteed, <laughs> it is absolutely constitutional. Why? Fifth or 14th Amendment. You cannot deprive life, liberty, or property without due process, meaning life. I can deprive life with due process. It says so. So you see what I'm saying? I'm for gay marriage. There is no right to gay marriage. I'm for pro-choice. There is no right to abortion. And I'm against the death penalty. And there is the right. There is the guarantee of, of, of the death penalty. The Constitution has nothing to do with what we do as a group of people. Let me ask you something. Can there be, can a state, can the state of Kentucky, Arkansas, California, Idaho, Nevada, can they tomorrow, can they tomorrow say that we're going to remove all minimum age to get married? Yes or no? Is there a constitutional right against infants being married? Is there, and a does the Constitution protect against infants from being contracted into marriage. It's a horrible thought. You're going to have to say, not doesn't say anything. Does that mean we're going to do it? Does that mean because there's nothing in the Constitution that says that that's what we're going to do? You see, but Ted Cruz didn't do this because right now everybody is trying their best to deal with and to placate, I shouldn't say, but to deal with, uh, not the Christian right, but the religious right. And everybody is playing, everybody now is, well, you know, I'm a Christian. Well, that's nice. That's nice. I heard this today. Well, you know, I'm a Christian. Well, good. Somebody says, I'm a Jew. I'm a great. What does that have to do with day to day? What does that mean? Well, nothing really, but I just want to let you know. So when there, there, there's a CPAC or there's any kind of, some kind of an evangelical uh, conservative meeting, I want to make sure I'm not left out of the bucks so I can appear and make a big showing because I want to make sure I provide my bona fides because I'm a Christian and, or I'm a evangelical Muslim or whatever it is. And we're getting all lost in this whole stuff. Ted Cruz had the chance to say, let me explain to you what this means. Let me explain to you what this means. People say, well, you know, Roe, I'm very upset with the overturning of Roe. No, it was Casey. Well, why is that? Well, I, I don't know. Saturday Saturday night at the cutting room, I asked a very simple question. I said, 
Is abortion legal in this country? Yes. Is abortion legal? Yes. Well, I'm furious with Roe. They keep talking about Roe. I'm furious. Why? Well, it's legal. Yeah, but we've done a terrible job explaining it. How do I make people understand? How do I make people understand that put it this way. Let's assume you're a, uh, a, uh, a associate justice. And there is a statute that has been involves climate change. And the statute reads that climate change should never be discussed, promoted, allowed, uh, whatever. Permitted. Now, I, I don't have a problem with climate change it's the other part of the climate change I want to know. Well, what do you mean by climate? Well, explain to me how taxing me carbon credits exchanges or is going to change climate. They can't explain that. But anyway, but I would say you cannot have a statute that prohibits the teaching of climate change. That is their First Amendment right, even though I may disagree with it or whatever that means. You cannot do that. Now do you see where the Constitution comes into play? Yes. Okay. What if somebody comes along and says, now listen, we have something called the doctrine of a right of scientific reconciliation. And you say, what does that have to do with anything? You see, there are, there are, there are penumbra, using the Douglas term from Griswold, there are scientific penumbra that emanate from doctrinal uh, bases that provide the... What are you saying? Well, it's a new right that we have, and it's the right against uh, scientific... um, whatever it is. And I would say, excuse me, you can't make up a right. The right to privacy, the right you can't you 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 can't do that. Now, the the liberal woke climate change would say, "Yeah, right on." Wait, 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 wait. I have it doesn't mean I like this, but you can't do that. Thank you, Mister Justice Lionel. Thank you. Well, thank you. Now, what about privacy? Oh, that's different. Oh, no, 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 that's different. That's uh, that's. Row and no, 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 no. You can't have it that way. These provisions actually protect people from having some rogue, weird Supreme Court ju- uh, court coming up with something that they just. Somebody might one day want to overrule, and I think, by the way, Brown against Board of Education, uh, segregation. That's wrong because of, if anything. Uh, uh, equal protection problems and other things as well. 
Ted Cruz could have done a lot to explain that the Constitution is very limited. And it was meant to be limited. But the focus should be on legislation, not the Constitution. But he didn't do that. He didn't do that. He wasn't into that. Nobody does that. Why? Because that loses from the evangelical argument. They want to go against the moral... There are people who say, I don't give a damn about the Constitution. I just think gay marriage is icky and disgusting and that's it and that's it. And that's who they're speaking to. That's wrong. You, 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 you can think whatever you want, but that's not the reason for it. That's not the reason for it. We have a constitutionally illiterate group of people here who think that the Constitution is this thing that just fills in the blanks. And it's a way of of re-asseverating, re-establishing those things which we believe in. Sorry, it says very, very, very. It doesn't mention even the number of the justices. It doesn't mention the Air Force. It doesn't mention marriage. It doesn't mention voting. It doesn't mention one man, one vote. It doesn't... Look up and just... I'll do it right now. Which is another part of today's subject, and that's looking things up. Um... What doesn't the Constitution mention? I love this. Uh, Things that are not in the U.S. Constitution. It is absolute... This is one of the best things. Ready for this? Let me go through some of the things. And this is from usconstitution.net. Okay, I just put it in and this is what came up. The following is not covered. The Air Force, Congressional Districts, the Electoral College, Executive Order, Executive Privilege, Freedom of Expression, Absolute Freedom of Speech, from each according to his ability. Well, (laughs) I hope they don't mention that. God, Immigration, Impeachment means removal from office. They don't really say that. Innocence until proven guilty. It's a free country. Judicial review. Jury of your peers. Life, liberty, the pursuit of happiness. That's not in there. Marriage. Marital law. No taxation without representation. The number of justices in the Supreme Court. Of the people. By the people. For the people. Paper money. Political parties. Primary elections. Qualifications for judges. The right to privacy. The right to travel. The right to vote. Separation of church and state. Separation of powers clause. Slavery. We hold these truths to be self-evident. None of it it even remotely covered by the Constitution. Not even mentioned. So what does that mean? Does that mean that there's no... that you can do it? No. Let me ask you something. Any tennis fans here? Yes. Anything in the rules that say you can't murder your opponent? Is there anything in the rules of tennis that says, if I decide to say, hang on a minute, you know, this this Djokovic, whatever, and I've had enough of you, bang. Do I win? Hang on a minute. You know, they don't cover uh, murder. <laughs> Do you think I'm going to be disqualified? Because there's nothing in the nothing in the rules. Where do we get this from? I, I, I just don't understand this. Ted Cruz could have had a wonderful time trying to teach people this, but he didn't do that. Because that's not what he wants to do. 
People don't want to hear that. People want to hear that they're right because we, the sons and daughters of Ronald Reagan, this conservative, we, the the righteous standard bearers of... That's what people think. I'm not for that. I don't have a political opinion. I am a realist. Saturday night, I asked the following question. And you're going to love this one. But first, got to do this because I, I, I went too long and I'm sorry. Because you know who's counting on me right now? Mike Lindell. Mike Lindell is saying, you're waiting too long. you got to mention. I'm sorry, Mike. MyPillow.com, promo code Lionel. Receive your free gift. I know what you're saying. You're saying, isn't that tautological? Yes, it is. Isn't that redundant? Yes, it is. Isn't the gift free? It certainly is. MyPillow.com slash Lionel. MyPillow.com slash Lionel. Use Lionel as the code. Or call 800-645-4965. And I'm telling you right now. Just go through the litany. Go through the veritable, unending, limitless. The, I don't want to say interminable, but the virtually, the, the limitless Sleep-inducing, soporific, you'll be somnolent. You'll be, it's not, not narcoleptic, but, but you'll, you'll, you will enjoy sleep. Your quality of sleep, the equipment, the accoutrement from pillows to sheeps to toppers to slippers to bedding to pajamas to everything you can imagine, and also helping a great guy. But if you don't use the promo code Lionel, we get no credit. It means nothing to us. And you're not going to let us down because I know you and I trust you. And you mean too much to me not to put in promo code Lionel. So MyPillow.com, promo code Lionel, or call 800-645-4965. I want to tell you a story. I mentioned it recently today in my uh, brief, but I had a dear friend of mine. He was a law professor. And years ago, you may not remember this, but... Anybody in, in New York remember, there was a sign that says, no radio. You put this in your car, like a, you would write, I have no, there's no radio. People would steal radios. It was actually break into your car and take your radio. Now they don't do that. I don't even know if they could do it, if it's, who knows. Anyway. So, had a professor, and he said, and they stole his radio. Broke it and took his radio. It's the damnedest thing. And he said, you know, I have a question. What if they had a rule that said, starting January of next year, if you are caught, convicted, or if you plead guilty to stealing a radio, we will take you to the courthouse lawn, or the steps of the courthouse, or some particular area of the courthouse, and we will set you on fire. We will it be immolation. We will burn you at the stake in on, on the courthouse, we, this will happen, and, we, and we'll tell you, don't do this next year. And sure enough, somebody will not know about it or test the system. And let's assume that you hear this, and the people that were here right now for the first annual, what was appears to be a complete and total loss of all rational sense. They're actually going to burn somebody on the for stealing a radio. I know this thing. And people will show up and go, are they going to do this? Yes. 
It would be the most horrible thing you've ever seen. People will talk about it. They'll scream. They'll yell. They'll say, we have lost our minds. We're burning people for a radio? A human being? That's right. God. What is, all right. Now, he asked me the question. He asked the class, actually. Do you think that the number of radio thefts will go up? Or go down after you burn people. <laughs> and I thought, well, to play along with this rather ridiculous uh, thing, I think that I think there would be fewer. Ah, there would be fewer. Yes. And don't you think the best way for you to protest this, if you say, you know what? I'm going to have a protest. We're going to protest this penalty. Me too. And you know how I'm protesting it? I'm not going to steal a radio. That's what I'm going to do. No way. And all of a sudden, yeah. And pretty soon, radios aren't stolen. That'll show you. And the, the teams of people that were dispatched to do this punishment, they had to be fired because nobody was committing the crime. What if the gallows worked? Now, we have a tendency to be going, no, 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 wait, 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 wait. Hold. No, we don't do that. Why not? We don't do the gallows. That looks like Iran. And but we kill people. Well, we kill people. Yes, we do. We have the death penalty, but, but we're not, we're not going to do that in public. Well, why not? Well, because that's barbaric. You mean it's barbaric? It's not barbaric to kill these people. No, no, they had it coming. We just don't do it in public. Really? Yes. You're going to love this one. Let me ask you something. You know why we have lethal injection? This form of it? One of the best ways, one of the safest ways, one of the most, absolutely the most uh, humane ways of the death penalty is some huge blasts of phenobarbital or something. And just boom. Why don't you think so? Why don't you think they do that? Serious question. Why don't we do that? I'll answer the question for you. Because it's not very pleasant to watch. And because the law requires witnesses, they don't want a witness to have to do that. It's the only reason. And our friend Vincent has a good question. It's funny how we, certain things we can do, certain things we can't do, we can bomb them. That's okay. Somebody says, uh, gumball breath said, what about a fentanyl? Pronounced fentanyl. We don't care about fentanyl. Why not give them a, it's, it's schizophrenic. I don't know. And the reason why we don't do this is because the people who are watching this. I'm going to ask you a very simple question. If I can reduce, significantly reduce, child abduction, child trafficking, child predation by reinstating the gallows, would you be for it? I'd be for it. If you can show me this, if you can say, you know what, I know this is ridiculous, but damn, if it's not effective, I'll do it. Somebody along the way, years ago, there must have been a surgeon. I don't know who he is. We don't know who he is. 
But when surgery and medicine must have been during its nascent period, this one doctor must have said, I think we're going to, I think we have uh, a case of uh, something called gangrene, and I think we're going to have to amputate a leg. What? I think we're going to have to amputate. You can't, we don't, we're surgeons. We, no, no, no. I think, I think the amputation is important. I think if we let people continue with the leg on, they'll die. Maybe, but maybe that's the Lord's way, but cutting off, no, that's, that's unethical. Unethical. It saves a life. Yeah, but he's going to walk around without a leg. Well, he'll get used to it because he's going to die. I'm sure somebody had that discussion. Until one day, until someday, one day, clear minds prevailed and said, you know what, you're right about that. But you know, what do you think chemotherapy is? What do you think, what do you, what do you think chemotherapy is? Or radiation? What is that? What is that? It's brutal. It's basically poison. And some people submit, and I'm no expert, that it's the chemotherapy that kills the person and not the cancer. I don't know. I'm not an expert. But we do that to save the patient. We do things all the time that are brutal. We have war. We do this. We drop two nuclear bombs on two cities in Japan that were unnecessary, if you believe everybody from Curtis LeMay to MacArthur to Eisenhower to you name it. It was done merely to show the Russians what we had. But the Russians already knew this because of Klaus Fuchs, but we did this. But we don't have the gallows because that's inhumane. But we cut off legs. We almost kill people with poison. We, we, we bomb people. We do all kinds of horrible stuff. We do it on a regular basis. But we do not do that. But what if it worked? One of my favorite stories is from... The great uh, Vic Hedges from um, SCTV, if I recall correctly, he was running for mayor. Vic Hedges, sure he's crazy, but what if he's right? I love that. We, listen to me carefully. You listening? This is a new era. And we must first apply the logic system of what will work to fix things. What will it take to fix things, to correct things, to make the country better, to reduce crime, to make things safe? What will it take? I'm going to leave you with that. We will pick this up again tomorrow, same time. I suggest you again, uh, LionelMedia.com, if you want to hear more of, a, of an expanded version of this that pays no particular attention to subject matter that uh, shadow government proxies, namely social media, will not allow. Let me also tell you to go to please to Mrs. L's YouTube channel at Lynn's Warrior. Subscribe and follow and like those videos. Same thing with this. If you've liked this, subscribe every single day. YouTube's telling me, eh, 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 eh. I don't think so. I don't think so. Oh, no, no. You're losing 10, 50, 20, 50. Really? You think so? 
I don't, I, I just don't, I don't think so. No, no, you are. I'm just, I don't think, I, I, you think we're, I, I'm not picking up anybody. No, you're not, no, no new, uh, no new viewers. Really? Yeah. I don't, I, that doesn't seem right to me. <laughs> well, it is. So let's uh, challenge that algorithm by liking this and the like. Let us always end by you providing where you're from to give people an idea of the locale. Let me thank you for your attention. We will be back tomorrow here at 9 a.m. By the way, at noon, there's a brand new, there's a brand new um, newsletter. Here it is. Let me sign up for it now. You will love Huh? No, the likes are the likes are non-existent. You have to like this. Don't get Mrs. L mad at you. She, uh, you don't want to see her angry. Believe me when I tell you that. You don't want to see her angry. Anyway, that's the sign-up for the newsletter. And please like this. 300 likes, that's de minimis. That's a paucity. That is, uh, that is not good. In any event, thank you. Have a wonderful day. See you back tomorrow. 9 a.m. Eastern Time, same bad time, same bad channel. Please tell us where you're from. And as Mr... Mr. San Martino reminds us, as I used to say, the monkey's dead, the show's over, sue ya, and ta-ta.